Welcome to Plausible Foolishness. We're going... I am uh, the mad scientist, Matt. This is Dusty. We're going to uh, change scenes really quick to try and get this webcam working properly. So, go back to starting and let's see if we can uh, fix this. try to play with the properties and we'll filter on the webcam and we'll go ahead and get this thing on the roll. Welcome to Plausible Foolishness. At least they can hear us. Yes. That is a plus. You guys can hear us this time. This was a perfect screen. Yes. Perfect. Mwah. We had Just everything working. Perfect. But it, uh, you know, you switch it and then the, the computer's like, nah, you know what? No, I'm good. Um, anyway, so. Uh, it's plausible foolishness, home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, the taxes are voluntary, and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. right here on twitch.tv slash plausible foolishness, Facebook, live, YouTube, anywhere you can get podcasts. We're also on minds.com and Instagram, and uh, we're living life large. No, no, not NDI folks. Yeah, yeah, somehow that should just be webcam. For the properties? No, filter. Okay, and then just try to tweak the. It'll be. Um, Anyway, um, I'm the Philosopher King, coming to you live while uh, Dusty's trying to fix this awful green screen. It's insane how this uh, stuff goes. So now you would, you've got that. Now you need, uh, no, that's good. You don't want to change that because you got most of it. Now you just need to tweak the other settings. So. Uh -oh. <laughs> Riveting 
contest material right here. <laughs> it's so much fun. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, it'll be so similarity. Similarity needs to go up. Yeah, there you go. Shadow. It's been perfect for weeks. Yeah. So dumb. Our audio's been great last couple weeks. Yep, and, and then last, last week show. it was horrendous. <laughs> this week Deep I think State, I tell you what, I'm coming after you. You hear me, brother? <laughs> uh, so. <laughs> to my right, you know him, you love him. His name is Dusty. The He's the right hand of the king. He's also the made a kick-ass duke. And, uh, yeah. He's filling in for Ray while Ray's on sabbatical, sabbatical of some sort. I, in, I, I like Indefinite sabbatical. sabbatical, we'll call it. I, I Hopefully not in indefinite, but short-term indefinite. Outsource your production team, it's the American way. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. You're right, Deep State. <laughs> that is the American way. Make it cheaper so that people can consume it. Yep, yep. Yeah. Slave no. labor. <laughs> Who cares? Who cares about that? Oh, I know the Democrats don't care. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, they'd have a problem with Nike. Have you heard about the Freedom Phone? The Freedom Phone? You haven't heard about this? Uh, no. It's a phone made in America. It's supposed to, um, you know, protect your privacy and all that stuff. Um, does not use Android or Microsoft or Apple operating system. It's its own. I think it's an open source operating system, but I'm not sure about that. What is it, Linux? Might be. I don't know. Hmm. But um, it seems like it's fully functional and it's like 500 bucks somehow. How in the world do you do that? I don't know. I don't know. <sighs> you have oh. to forgive our sweat. Everybody. There's a strong one in the chat. He says he owns the deep state. Trying to <laughs> stir up trouble. Get assassinated. Strong one! <laughs> get killeried. Um, <clears throat> so, uh, let's let's go ahead and get the show. First of all, how are you doing, Dustin? How are you doing? I'm surviving. It's been a it's been a interesting week, but so far so good. That's good. Yeah. Anything you? How's, how are you doing? Doing good. I've been uh, working some freelance stuff for my brother in the motion graphics arena. Okay. All right. That sounds interesting. Uh, it is interesting. And so that's been fun. Um, been also trying to beautify my lawn, which mm -hmm. has been yep. challenging. Especially with all the rain that we've been getting. Because you yeah. cut it and five minutes later it's back to the same height again. That and it's raining all the time so you can't actually cut it. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, uh, yep, now, now the strong one in Deep State, we got <laughs> the back and forth going. Oh, great. We, girls, girls, you're both and this pretty. This is why you need to join <laughs> us. If you're listening on the podcast or you're watching on YouTube or, or Facebook, or Facebook Live, first of all, welcome. Why don't you put it on multi-stream because we missed some chats before. The multi-stream chats? Yeah. Multi-stream. Um, multi but, uh, um. Uh, we don't want to miss anything from Lilu Dallas. No. And uh, what were we talking about? Was I talking about the lawn? Yes. 
Talking about the lawn. Yeah, my lawn, uh, well, we, when we bought the house two years ago, it uh, it's just completely ridden with weeds, and it's it's just a pain. Nothing, you know, I, but I'm working on it. I'm making progress. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. We didn't come here to talk about lawns. We came here to talk about... We, we came here to talk about movies. Came here to talk about movies. We came here to talk about uh, the decaying culture and the uh, the downfall of America. The failure of shows that haven't even come out yet before our eyes. Failure of shows. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> he Man. Oh. It's supposed to premiere on Friday. Okay. It's already got a negative score on IMDb. What about Rotten Tomatoes? Like critics basically are giving it negatives, right? Yes. Probably because it's, I don't know, manly. Probably a lot of that, yeah. Because it uh, promotes a strong masculine hero. Um, strong masculine white hero Ooh. Um, versus a colored villain. Colored? Yeah. I mean, he's he's purple. He's a skull. Yeah, he's, he's a purple. skeletor. Yeah, he's purple. Yeah. I mean. Uh, that, uh, you'd think that might be a stretch, but it's no. really not today. He's a flying for purple people leader. Oh, you know what else? <laughs> speaking of bombs, though. Yeah. Speaking of things failing, uh, Space Jam came out. Space Jam Two. It did. I believe so. Uh, because news to me. Yeah. Because uh, I just read an article that said it it bombed, and China won't even play it. China won't even let them, air, you know, let them play it in their theaters, despite how much LeBron James has kissed Isn't he China's huge in big China? fat red butt. China. Yeah, he's he is huge, literally huge. and figuratively. Huge, in China. ginormous. But yeah, the, um, apparently that means nothing. China don't want it, <laughs> and. Uh, well, um, to, the, well, to the, be CC, fair, to be the fair, CCP doesn't want it. To be fair, America doesn't want it either. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Good point. But I don't think it's the people of China who are just not going to... It's not that they're not going to see it. It's that it's not even allowed in the country. Yeah. Because, you know... Isn't that great? communism. bastion of freedom right there. Oh, yeah. China's, China's just the best, isn't it? Oh, it's... it's oh, I, I wish I was in China. No. <laughs> um, I finished Loki. Finally, I can talk about Loki. Well, uh, listen. I I watch it with I watch it with my wife while you're watching it. You know, on your lunch break. No, I watch it on my way here. Same difference. Yeah. Well, technically, I'm not watching it. I'm mostly listening to it. Well, that's even worse. Because you know, it's a Why? it's a TV show. You're supposed to yeah. view it. Um, Really? Is yeah. that how it's done? It's made to be viewed. Yes. With your eyes. But hmm. honestly, I've done the same thing in the car. <laughs> <coughs> um, I like to put on a little Dr. Disrespect as I'm driving home sometimes. Um, Crowder, Ben Shapiro. Yeah. Uh, plausible foolishness. <laughs> Never watched an episode of ours. Never watched a full episode. Seriously? Nope. Yeah, I watch um, all the time. Well, I mean, you're the producer, so you're looking at ways to make it better. That's true. That this is true. I'm doing it. I'm doing the same thing, but from a different point of view. Okay. 
So, so getting back to Loki, it's hard to watch myself. It's, I mean, it's not even, it's not like terrible. It's just you know, I remember saying it all, so don't really need to listen to it again. <laughs> anyway, not important. Loki, Loki. What did you think of the last episode? I thought it was fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I loved the reveal. And did, did by you the like way, the way just a heads up. Hold on. We have spoilers in this, so if you have not yeah. seen the ending and you are uh, a snowflake about spoilers, you might not want to watch this part. Just skip ahead, wait about ten minutes, and yeah, yeah. So, spoilers now. Spoiler. Um, did you like the way the guy, you know, the the he who remains, Kang the Conqueror? Well, he's not Kang the Conqueror. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Yeah. No, he's not. Well, not that variant. Exactly. But that's... He's a variant of King the Conqueror. Yeah. And, yeah. As soon as he said he was from the 31st century, he's like, (gasps) it's King. (laughs) But, um, did you like the way he... uh, I thought he was a good actor. Oh, he's a great actor. But did you like the the direction that they had him take Um, in the character? I thought it was a very unique way of doing that character, considering what he is in the comic books mm-hmm. um, versus this. Well, see, but we haven't seen the, the one that we see King. in the... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We've seen a variant, and this variant has mm-hmm. been holding things together for eons. Yep. And again has kind of lost his mind. But, yeah. it w- but, but like still perfectly sane. Just um, he has grip on somewhat of reality, and yet at the same time, he's lost all. Well, I think it's just he's lost his social. He's lost his social mores, Mm -hmm. you know, because he hasn't been around another person for who knows how long. Yeah, but uh, I thought it was an interesting twist. I still hate, I hate fate. (laughs) The Uh, idea of fate, to a certain degree, like I like playing with fate. But when you, when you really get down to fate, when you get really, when you really get down to what is fate, there's no playing with it. Either is or isn't. Yeah, something is fated or it isn't. How can you have something that's not fated to be, <laughs> you know, come to be? It doesn't happen if there is such, if, if there is a world in which fate has interaction, you know. Understood. Now. Um, there's a. I, always, I'm, I can't set it down until after we start. <laughs> I'm just gonna have to pull the audio. Yeah, I'm just gonna close it. I forgot to start the, start the audio recording. Sorry, podcast people. Well, they'll still get a good quality podcast. It's just gonna. I just it just makes more work for me to make it happen. Anyway, um, <clears throat> so. There, there is, um. There is an interesting alternative that I've read in some. Uh, it's what what are called Wuxia comics. I've told you about this. Yeah. Basically, they're they're like cult. They're like these Chinese um, stories about this cultivator, and a cultivator is like a martial artist who, you know, um, cultivates his chi and all that stuff and becomes way stronger. You know, way stronger despite his lower level because of the special cultivations that he's done and. 
very complicated and and it but it, it's basically one person way stronger than they should be advancing at a rapid rates you know but you know but there's a vast world ahead of him you know mm-hmm. goku sort of sort <laughs> of but goku <laughs> always comes across just the next stronger opponent yeah there's 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 a path of you know there's there's okay so Someone starts out in their, you know, their, um, their Earth Realm cultivator, and then they become a, you know, uh, um, in a Sky Realm cultivator, and then, and then as they level up, they're now a Heaven, Heaven, or you know, um, not even Heaven. It'll it'll be something else, you know, Origin Realm, Saint Realm, Origin Returning Realm, Realm Lord. Heavenly Venerates, you know? Well, in this one version, the Heavenly Venerates all have a fate that is given to them, that they, they, that they win in, this, in the form of a crown. And it, 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 once they're locked into a fate, they, that's, that's the highest that they can ever reach. But it will increase their powers greatly, you know, and, and have some, something to do with the world at large and their place in history. It's okay. very strange. All right. And then, um, uh, I'm waiting for the tie-in to Loki. Well, okay, so no, it's not even the tie-in to Loki. It's just a, a, a different play on fate, you know. Oh, okay. So the main character has no fate, and that can happen because, you know, the fates are really tied to these specific things, and there's only a set amount per world, and you know, it goes on to that. I thought that was an interesting tie on fate, but that was a totally a tangent. <laughs> anyway, just a little bit. So yeah, Loki. You know, so it seems that they were, you know, all along, they were fated to uh, meet up with, uh, with he who remains, and uh, he had, well, he had he had orchestrated everything to bring them there. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then he he basically left it up to them. Do they kill him and and release the uh, the multiverse, or do they release the variants? Take over for him. Well, yeah, but in so doing, releasing the multiverse, because well, there was only one verse at that point, because he had restrained them all. The TVA wasn't the only ones controlling that flow of time. The uh, Sorcerer Supreme, prior to Doctor Strange, was doing the exact same thing. Hmm. When she initially started talking to Doctor Strange and training him, she talked about the multiverse. Mm-hmm how they gather energy from the multiverse and whatnot. Then in Avengers um, Infinity War, when the Hulk is trying to get the stone from her, she even talks about how there's one timeline. And if you take one of the stones away, the timeline variant mm-hmm. goes off. Yeah. So all the groundwork was already set up for this whole well, thing. What's interesting, though, is that this whole thing... It's not happening post Thanos. Yeah, it's this is all happening post the first Avengers movie. Correct. So, really, well, to our they may have unlocked the multiverse. They may have unlocked the multiverse, and then the rest of the world, you know, including the Sorcerer Supreme, might be just experiencing it from that point. Correct. You know, and and then you know, as if it had always been. Mm 
because obviously they're not looking at time as you know the past is gone forever and the future is yet to be written. Although they're kind of looking at it like that. Well, weird. The TVA is in a pocket universe where there is no time. Sure. And they keep accessing different time periods mm-hmm. throughout the multiverse. So you have a whole bunch of yeah. Whenever a variant breaks off, they they go in and trim it. So they're but then that that, that, that leads stuff. us to wonder, you know, okay. So then, it still it still doesn't explain fully um, uh, the main bad guy from uh, Doctor Strange. Dormammu. Dormammu. Thank you. So maybe this isn't the multiverse that we're talking about. It's just, but it but it kind of is. It is a multiverse. So I mean, just look at Dormammu's all the sources outside of time. Strange. So this is a time. This is... Dormammu's not outside of time. Yes, he is. He's in his own pocket universe. Well, he's... That's outside of time. That's outside of our timeline. No, no, no. Like, but there he is... Can, he doesn't access... No, he doesn't experience... There is no time. Then how did he get caught in a time loop? That's what... That, that is exactly how Doctor Strange defeated him. He introduced time in a, in a time loop to Dormammu caught him in that trap and that's what it, that's why he w- he didn't even know what was really going on and he didn't understand it because he'd never experienced time exactly exactly that's an in- interesting theory Ooh, ooh. but i mean they were explicit in saying that that he d- there is no time where he is you know timeless or whatever but you know again how does this play into everything else and maybe they won't explain it maybe it'll just be like oh we didn't even think about that yeah and that happens it's hard it's it's very hard to world build and especially when you, you end up retconning and multiverses and, and all that stuff well i mean the comics have, have retconned forever yeah it, it's just a staple of what they do but I, I did think it was interesting and should be explained somehow why loki comes back to the TVA and remembers everything, but um, suddenly nobody in the TVA realizes. Because it's a variant TVA. So he just came back to a variant TVA? Yeah, where rather than having the three um, time keepers, keepers, he's just Kang. He's just Kang the Conqueror. So... So he basically he p- he pulled a Marty McFly, coming back to the eighties and yep, jumped in and um, and Biff has taken over. Essentially, yeah, yeah. So now gotcha. they have to deal with that. Gotcha. Okay. So fun stuff all around. Um, have you seen any of the Bad Batch? No, I've not. Episodes. Did you watch the the video I sent you about the Green Knight? Yes. Looks good, right? It looks very good. I, I actually really, th- I thought that might be a yeah. fun romp. Have you guys seen anything about uh, The Green Knight? It's a movie that's supposed to be coming out soon. It looks really interesting. Like, it looks like an original yeah. idea. Well, I mean, apparently it's from an, o- an ancient story, you know, Sir Gawain and The Green Knight, but there's only, like, w- according to that info video about the source of the movie... There's only one copy of it that there's ever been. You know, they've only ever found one copy of the story. Hmm. 
And so you're, it's a, it's an Arthurian legend. It's Sir Gawain. You know, basically, um, I think he's like the youngest knight of the round table. He's not yep. done any heroic deeds yet, you know. And then this green knight comes. It's not and like Sir Robin who runs away. <laughs> sort of, but except <laughs> that this guy doesn't run away. And so this, it's this, too perilous. This this giant knight who looks like he's made of, you know, tree, mm-hmm. comes in and challenges one of them to attack him. And you know, to, to, to if he if he can, if one of them can fight him and land a blow, you know, he'll. Honor them or something like that, you know. Won't and destroy the kingdom, whatever. Yeah, uh, Goliath and there'll David. Be, there'll be more explanation, but he doesn't. The Green Knight doesn't seem like he's particularly evil, but like maybe some kind of harbinger of, you know, yeah, of something. Anyway, it looks interesting. Yeah, it looks super interesting. What I like the most about it is the way they've kind of they've they've taken this old Arthurian legend and they're presenting it. In, in in kind of the, the, the milieu of that of an Arthurian legend, but somehow they're tweaking it just ever so slightly so that it feels very modern. Yeah, very new. You know? Um, it, and some of it's just like the, the, the typography that they're using in the titles. Mm-hmm. And some, you know like the cuts that they're, that they're showing and, and you know, I mean, the, the advertisements for it all are is very modern, you know, take, but still the milieu of Arthurian legend, you know. I, I like I'm the, super, I like the idea I'm super stoked to watch it. I think it'll be very entertaining. The other one I'm excited to watch but has really not gotten a lot of press is Snake Eyes. Oh, uh, G.I. Joe Origins? Well, yes, but the title is just Snake Eyes. Well, Snake Eyes, totally yeah, G.I. Joe, Joe Origins. Origins. Which, I... L- no offense to G.I. Joe, Snake Eyes has always been the best. Oh, yeah. He's always 100%. been my favorite. Uh, the story He's everybody's favorite. The storyline for him is just so good. I've always loved... I wish they would have gone more into it. I mean, I barely... I loved G.I. Joe when I was young, but I barely remember anything of the... The storyline of it? Yeah. Um, There's no, you know, Cobra Commander. I remember Serpentor and... Oh, yeah. All that stuff. <laughs> I remember the movie more than anything. Mm-hmm. The, the individual episodes, the, the thing I remember the most are the PSAs at the end. Yeah. And then, yeah. you, have you seen the, the, the mock PSAs that they... Oh, yeah. Massage machine, go! Anyway, um... Yeah. <laughs> um, the, the, but the G.I. Joe movies have been abysmal. Just awful. I don't care what how good The Rock is, you can't save them. No, they're they're bad. Yeah, very bad. Well, well, when you put a Wayans brother in, <laughs> you know, an action movie, you're asking for it to be bad. I'm sorry. Well, they never actually captured the joy or the interesting aspects of GI Joe. The interesting aspects were they had these really cool vehicles that they would jump in and fight each other. Mm-hmm. And there was these big, grandiose battles. Yeah. They never had that in any of the movies. It was always hand-to-hand combat, or and that's cool. But like, it, yeah, but it's even cinematically any, cool and easy to do. Mm-hmm. But it's not GI Joe. Yeah, I mean GI Joe is more of a wrecking ball than a yeah, covert exactly. strike team. It's how high can we jump this car? 
while, while Snake Eyes was the covert strike team, you know? Yes. He was the man who went in a, alone, and so you, you think you're fighting all of G.I. Joe, and then there comes Snake Eyes behind you, and Oops. you lost, Cobra <laughs> Commander. You just destroyed that uh, but the thing real that deal we is that they destroyed G.I. Joe. Exactly. The, the real deal is that Cobra, they, they, they didn't do it justice in any way, shape, or form. They weren't menacing. They weren't menacing. Their, their plans were garbage. It just was... Granted, the show, their plans were garbage, too. True. <laughs> but that, like, this is your opportunity to make it better, not make yep. it yep. You know, modern. Exactly. You know, make it actually good. But Fun. But it sna- should be you know, fun. Snake Eyes looks interesting. Um, yeah, this, uh, the story of Snake Eyes is uh, he was an orphan kid. He um, essentially started working for a uh, ninja master, mm-hmm. and his the ninja master's son was also getting trained, and they were about the same age. Hmm. And um, the the kid was just doing chores and whatnot. He was a peasant, mm-hmm. and ended up um, the master saw potential in him. Mm-hmm. And so he started training him as well, alongside his son. And his son was um, Snake Eyes's enemy, um, Storm Shadow. Mm. And uh, one day, some assassins from a rival uh, dojo killed the master and made it look like Snake Eyes did it. So he's, he's on the run now. So... Storm Shadow, thinking he killed his father, has been hunting him down. And as well as Storm Shadow was always jealous of the relationship that his father had with Snake Eyes. Mm -hmm. And Snake Eyes, from that moment on, when he was killed, took a vow of silence until he killed the people that killed his master. Interesting. So, just that little snippet, that's all they showed in the cartoon. And then the comic books, there's even more because you have Jinx, and Jinx was also his daughter that was very young, that also got trained. So I'm hoping they bring all of those different characters into it. It's uh, it's a fun little romp, cool, mm-hmm. with a lot um, of action. Okay, last thing for for this topic. Okay, I've gotten my girls into Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Really, and Which they version? are. Mighty Morphin, the original. Oh, the original. Okay, yeah. all right. Um, and they are. I, I thought they they might find this interesting. And and here's the interesting thing. Like I didn't. I watched it. I watched it a bit when I was younger when it first came on. Yeah, who didn't? Um, but I didn't truly love it because it. You know, every episode is the same. Thank you, Sarah Maloney, for the like. Welcome to the Rube Empire. Appreciate that. Um. And so, uh, Power Rangers, they, um, every episode is the same. It's very formulaic. Of course. You know, but, like, formulaic to the nth degree, you know? Like like an episode of Pokemon, unless it's a uh, uh, a gym episode, you know? Correct. Every time they went to the gym, those were great episodes. Every episode in between... Formulaic. So formulaic. And, And so... I, could, I couldn't get into either of them because of that. But, um... It's jumping the shark. Yeah, for sure. Episode. Yeah, definitely. And so, um... 
But, you know, I got enough enjoyment out of it. Like, you know, I still know that the Green Ranger is the baddest of all time. And, um, and I watched when he became the White Ranger, and that was awesome. You know, all of that was great. Um, you know, but I, but I didn't love it. But I decided I would introduce it to my girls and think they might get a little kick out of this, but they'll probably get bored of it after a couple episodes and hmm. want to watch what they want to watch, you know, Spirit yeah. and other stuff like that. They love it. They love it. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. And them loving it has made me find a newfound appreciation for it. Isn't that weird how that yeah, happens? It's, it is weird. And so um, I'm excited to see, because, like, they still have a show, like, that came out in 2021. They're still making Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, well, it's not Mighty Morphin, but it's, you know, it's a new a Power Rangers. Yeah. yeah. And so I'm interested to see if the story's got better over time, you know. If, 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 if they started implementing overarching storylines and stuff like that. Probably not. Yes, in some of them they did. In a lot of them, no. th- it's still very formulaic. Yeah. Um, my kid, my, my oldest son got into Power Rangers about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, at that time, it was Beast. Yeah. The Beast Power Rangers. Anyways, Beast Morphers or whatever. Beast Morphers, yeah. Um, and so I ended up watching Power Rangers again with him. He wasn't really too keen on the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but the later ones, he, he liked those a lot more. Mm. And so I, I watched those with him, and they're weren't as bad as I remember them being. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it was it was kind of fun to find this commonality with yeah. him and watch yeah. them with him. And Well, they're loving Mighty Morphin, and uh, I made them wait to watch the Green Ranger episodes Ooh. with me. Those are actually when the show actually started to get better. Yeah. And uh, when, when Rita Repulsa turns, uh, um, well, Jason Frank is the actor, but uh, Tommy. Tommy, yep. Into the, her Green Ranger. <laughs> to defeat the Power Rangers. Uh, it's good stuff. Anyway. So, question for you. Did you ever watch the YouTube um, short clip of the Power Rangers? Is the one with James Vanderbeek? Yes. No, my wife found it and was showing it to the girls until they started cursing. And then she was like, whoa, what no, is this? No, 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 no. It's not for the girls. Yeah, yeah. But it is, if they ever made that into a movie, mm-hmm. that would be an awesome Power Rangers movie. Very dark. Mm-hmm. Very uh, Batman well, yeah, they Returns. Would to, they would have to make it for the original generation, but there's too many people. There's too many kids that still watch it, so it's really not. And like Sabins is not going to do that because no. their market is kids. You know? Their market is kids. And frankly, their market is the toys. Yeah. Well, their market is the toys, which is for kids. Yeah. And then kids are going to be the ones to you know they'll make so much more money if it's a kids movie. True. You know? As evidenced, I think, by the one with Elizabeth Banks as Rita Repulsa. Yeah. It, cool. I don't think it did that well. It wasn't... It she did. was actually really good as, as no, the I'm village. not saying that she wasn't good. I just... The movie was not good. Yeah, the movie wasn't great. She was, but she they was really, really good. They really did the, try um, with that one. The... You know, it, they were... They, Power Rangers has got to be for kids. Find me teenagers with attitude. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, God, it's so bad. It's so cheesy. <laughs> yeah. And it's like uh, the graphics on his face. In the <laughs> so the terrible. <laughs> so bad. Anyway. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. Shut up, Alpha. Uh, at least it's not bitty, bitty, bitty. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of the newer ones? No, that's from, um, oh, it was an old sci-fi 
Oh, I want to um, say Battlestar Galactica. No, <laughs> that's uh, danger, 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 danger. Will Robinson. It's just, it, the, the robots have always been really cheesy. Yeah, but anyway, um, enjoyable nonetheless. Uh, <laughs> okay, now on to actual nitty gritty stuff. So, I title of the episode is "Why Are We Still Talking About January 6th? I actually want to read her comment. Yeah, Red Baron 1000 says, We're still talking about January 6th because dudes literally stopped an election count by storming the U.S. Capitol building. You do realize that the count was over in December. Well, the, no, we were this was, they were there for the, for the Senate's counting of it. Uh, the ratification, not the counting. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, the, it was the delegates presenting their... Yeah. So, in the that finding. respect, that counting. The, the, the electoral college counting, if you will. <sighs> but... Yeah, well, the electoral's uh, presentation of, all right, this is who we've found to be president. And mm-hmm. that's to the Congress mm-hmm. as part of all of that. Now... It, was it stopped? No. Well, it was interrupted. It was interrupted, yes. But it wasn't stopped. And they and weren't storming no. the Capitol building. Um, you got to imagine. If you think that that's what happened, then you need to go watch the videos of them walking around inside the Capitol building. Because storming, they were not. I watched the entire clip. The other thing is uh, good. Because that election was stolen. And uh, they had every right to. <laughs> it we, was the people, have every right to demand a fair and free election. Yes, I agree with that. Now, do I think it was violence? Stolen? No. Do I think that they should have actually broken down the doors and gone inside, which they didn't do? But like, should it have gone that far? No. N- no. Um, like, but frankly, they didn't knock down the doors. There were some idiots trying to break windows, and they got stopped by people in the crowd. Yes. We know that there was Antifa plants in the crowd. Yes. Well, the you. Okay, I want you people to realize how big these crowds were. There were almost a million people there. Mm-hmm. That's how big these crowds were. Yeah. The entire, uh, it was just droves of people. Mm-hmm. So hundreds of thousands, close to a million people are all here to listen to the president talk. And I actually watched the speech live. Uh, I was not there. Mm-hmm. Um, I was here in Florida watching it. Mm-hmm. And it just astonished me how many people were there. And then the millions of people that were watching it live. Mm-hmm. And then to watch the videos that came out afterwards of these people walking up and just surrounding the Capitol. And then the Capitol Police taking down the barricades. Not the people doing it the Capitol Police taking down the barricades mm-hmm. and then opening the doors to the Capitol yep. and saying, come on in. Now, you have the woman, Ashley Babbitt, who gets shot. Yes. And she's like, she, she and other people are like, you know, breaking down. They're, 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 they're shattering breaking windows in a door trying to push through. Yes. But then you have this, you know, bodiless arm that just sticks out a gun and shoots her. It's it's very that whole scenario is very strange. You got this it's guy who's just wa- on his phone weird. walking down the hallway uh, and gets caught on camera. And he's like, oh, and then moves off camera, like yeah. like just you know stroll, talking Don't on his cell me. phone. <laughs> oh, you know, I know that there's people 
uh, breaking down a door and somebody just got shot. But uh, you know, it's cool. I'm uh, I'm uh, you know, this is an important phone call. You know, weird, weird stuff. And Very on top weird. of a known Antifa, you know, member in that crowd agitating things. Correct. You know, none of this is real. It but stinks. But is what we're s- trying to say. It people like Nancy Pelosi really bad. are trying to build a commission to investigate what happened. And I don't mind the horror of the insurrection. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even mind the fact that they're trying to investigate this. It should be investigated. The issue I have is with Nancy Pelosi and the way she's going about it. You really think it should be investigated? Yeah. Why not? Well, because their their investigation is not on why the Capitol Police removed the barricades. Why did they open the door to these people? That's exactly what they should be investigating. Yeah, they should be investigating that, but they're not. Why did they turn down the president's offer of 10,000 National Guard troopers to help secure uh, national monuments? Mm -hmm. Why did they turn down, or why did the calls by the uh, National Police, or not the National Police, the... uh, Capitol Police. The Capitol Police, thank you. Um, they made many, many calls to bring in more people mm-hmm. to help with crowd control. They were all rebuffed and ignored. Why isn't that being investigated? Hmm. It has been. But that's by not the what's Capitol going Police. to be investigated. But that's not what they're investigating. What they're investigating is what did the president do? What did what did you Republicans know? How can we point the finger at you? Yeah. Um, exactly. That's what they're going to investigate. They're going to investigate the so-called, you know, insurrectionists who who stormed the Capitol. They're going to arrest families and um, for having, uh, you know, um, Lego models of the Capitol building. <laughs> Did you hear about that? No, I didn't. Okay, so one of the people that the FBI arrested, um, they found a uh, they found a model in Legos, a complete model of the Capitol in Legos in their house, and they confiscated it. Okay, as evidence of their this this being. Are you a sure they're not a Lego hobbyist? I know of well, a certain person thing. that is. Well, here, here's 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 the first part of the story. There is a Capitol building Lego set. Yeah. It's very expensive. It's one of the, 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 the biggest and nicest of that Lego architecture series. Okay. And the one that they found wasn't put together. It was still in the box. <laughs> this is their evidence that they were planning this the whole time, and this was more that it than was what it turned out to be, that it was box. going to be bigger and more dangerous and blah, 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 blah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. So, um... Should we tell them about Ray's fixation on Legos? Oh, I mean, they know. Follow Bricks Gone Wild at, uh, <laughs> on Instagram, and you'll see all the stuff that he's been creating. It's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, he loves Legos. He just sits there for hours. But I, I don't blame people for wanting to go down to the Capitol and voice their opinion on what they felt was a absolute fraudulent election because there was so much evidence that said... At There's least investigate. Yeah. At least investigate. Yeah. And yeah. every and then we're seeing to get investigated. And we're seeing now Maricopa County. Yep. Big discrepancy between 
the original tally and the forensic audit. Yep. What's going to come of that? You know, and then the other states that are following suit. You know, what's going to happen? What 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 could happen now that, say, we find out that uh, several million votes were changed, and that it's not President Biden that should have been elected; it should have been Trump mm-hmm. that won the election. Yeah. What do we do? Where do we go? What I mean, there was a lot of outrage at that time, and not a lot of uh, ways to vent that frustration. And so a lot of people walked up to the Capitol building and said, hey, what are you going to do? Mm -hmm. And now people are getting arrested like the police officer in Windermere. He was at the, uh, he was at that protest. Yeah. And he may not have even entered the Capitol. May not have even entered. But they're rounding up, the FBI's rounding up everything. His cell phone tagged him outside the Capitol building. And oh. so he got arrested. That's ridiculous. Exactly. Uh, it, I think it's absolutely outrageous that they would do that without some solid proof. Well, even if it tagged him, that, I mean, that could be construed as proof, but how, how did they even get that proof? Yeah. How did they even get that proof? They should have no access to that. That's, that's an egregious broach of our right to privacy. In I wonder opinion. if it was work, his work phone. I don't know. That could be. Could I, be. I don't know. I, I just know it was his cell phone. Either way, don't really care. But uh, still. You have every right to do that. You should have every right to protest. Yeah. And, uh, peacefully. Yeah, peacefully. Pro- yeah, we're not. Protest. We're not, we're not saying Antifa, that they, that's we're what not they did entering the Capitol was, you know, a good thing. But even then, what they were doing in the Capitol was nothing compared and how much damage know, did they yeah, do yeah to what happened you know nobody cares about what happened in cities all across america due to blm and antifa riots billions of dollars in damage and, and that are still happening in freaking places like portland you so know? <laughs> did you hear about the news company that were there reporting on a uh, protest that was going on and talking to people about oh how great it is that you're coming out and doing all this and their news van was stolen. <laughs> right there in front of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just this week, there was a guy. I mean, that's his business got burned down. It will go broke. And he was a big proponent for Black Lives Matter. And he's like, you know what? It's okay. These are angry people venting their frustrations. Mm-hmm. It's okay, my business got burned. It's all right. And so he starts up his business again. It's a restaurant business. And this time he gets a catering truck and goes out and does catering stuff as well as working in the restaurant. His catering truck got stolen mm-hmm. <laughs> at one of the protests. <laughs> they took the truck with his keys, with a bunch of documents, with a bunch of money, back to his restaurant and <laughs> him and burnt it down again. <laughs> it, what, what color was this guy's skin? Uh, I believe he was um, Asian. Yeah. That's I, I don't know me. for sure. But just 
Yeah, we, okay, so then uh, we don't know. Did we'll go with we don't know. Yeah, it, does, it shouldn't matter, but it does. Yeah. In this day and age, they make it matter because everything's about race to them. But, um. It's just the ridiculousness. It would, it, would, it would be. It would just make the story sadder if he happened to be black, too. And, and, and just goes to show you how much they, it, this isn't about black lives mattering. It's well, about. And his response. Incessant to rage. To and his latest people was listen. If you can just return the truck, I won't press charges. It's okay. I understand you're mad. If you need food, come to me. I will feed you for the rest of your life. If you need money, I will give you a job and pay you well. Feed you for the rest of your life. What a fool. Seriously. I mean, like that, the charity, the charitable heart is not a foolish thing. No, I'm I'm all but for this charity. person is has lost his mind. Yeah. Well, it just goes to show how much, how many hoops you're willing to jump through for an ideology that doesn't make sense. They burned down his restaurant twice. They stole, stole his food. truck. He's like, but I'm down with the ideology, so. But I'm okay with Black Lives Matter. Yeah. Just getting my, I was getting my just desserts, potentially, or you know, who knows? Because we don't know what. Just the ridiculousness of stuff like that. When you have stuff like that going on, on a regular basis, all over the country, and then you're uh, dis, um, defunding the police, which means police are having to soft enforce laws. They're not actually enforcing it. They're just kind of going. Okay, guys, please stop. Please stop. Don't mm-hmm. don't touch that. Mm-hmm. Don't touch that. Meanwhile, meanwhile, people are running out of stores with thousands of dollars worth of stuff and not being prosecuted. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry, up to nine hundred and fifty dollars worth of stuff it's and in, not yeah, being in prosecuted. California. Yeah, this is video after video after video of people walking out carrying a crap load of stuff, and they're they're, they're not running. No, they're not. They're just. Casually walk around. Oh yeah, I like that. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna take that. I'm gonna throw that in my bag, and I'm just gonna casually walk out the store. <laughs> Go ahead, call the police. They're not gonna do anything. Yeah. No How are you supposed to operate them. a business like that? What's going to happen is you're gonna raise the prices. Oh yeah. Why? Because they have to. So the pay only for that. people who will have those things are the people who have no morality. Yep. And can and will steal it. People who have morals get punished because prices go up. Yeah. Um, this is disgusting. In California. California is so bereft of morality and sanity. Mm-hmm. It's it's. Why don't you just start doing the purge? Essentially, that's what you're going towards is purge-like levels in California. July 4th, for example, Target, Walgreens, CVS, um, Victoria's Secret all shut their doors, chain-locked everything because they were anticipating outright vandalism for the entire day. Because this country is one thing to be hated. So they're defunding police. Mm -hmm. Meanwhile... And and then Nancy Pelosi is refusing, 
is keeps canceling, you know, uh, refusing Republicans to be added to the uh, the, the the commission for Correct. January. Well, 6th. she wants specific Republicans, and the so like Liz Cheney, uh, those Andrew, Andrew something. I I don't remember what his last name is, but he. he He's a Republican in name only, and that's giving yeah. him a lot of credit. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what's her face from Alaska? I think. Uh, I think so. And that's it. That's all she wants. And the other nineteen, she wants to be all Democrat. So, so, it's so pathetically blatant. It's so how the power grab on the nose. They, 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 they don't care, and no. they're so smug. I mean, and then this isn't just the people in power. This is their little flunkies out in the world, too. Just look at the women's soccer team. Oh. You know? N- kneeling yet again, most of them. There's about three of them that stood up, and I salute them. Good on you. Um, the rest of them are kneeling so smugly. They're so smug. And then they get trounced. And they get smug alerts? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, and... Uh, they get trounced by, uh, I think it was Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Yeah. In like a pre, I think this is like a prelim to the to the Olympic tournament. Probably something like that. Yeah, because they they do prelims and the ones that win the prelims actually get to yeah they play get like the buys in the. Uh, no, they actually get to play in the Olympics. Oh, okay. okay. The ones that lose have to go back home. Uh, so so they they're there so they're not they're trying to get into the Olympics. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, boom, big loss, 3-0. But they're so smug. And all this time, you know, they've been demanding more money. Because yeah. they're, win- you know, they're winners. Because we're woke. We're when actually, woke. it turns out, in, in, it was just like a couple of months ago, um, you know, the studies were, the studies um, that were done to, uh, to, you know, figure that out. Like, are they, sh- you know, are they being paid less? Should they be getting paid more? Is this, you know, what is the cause of this, et cetera, et cetera? They finally come out and they're like, no, they've been making more than the men do. <laughs> of course. And it's true. I mean, and that was, yeah. And it's not that they're making, they're not actually making a larger dollar amount. Mm-hmm. You know, the men are making more money in terms of dollar amount, but in terms of the percentage in comparison to the to what revenue they bring in from their playing yes the percentage that they get is significantly lower women get a higher percentage despite nobody going to watch their games cuz nobody cares unless it's the olympics and you won and frankly nobody cares until you win oh you you got the gold awesome that's one more for america go usa otherwise we're watch that because i don't really america. care yeah otherwise i don't really care yeah you know and so, sorry, they don't care. And that's just because they're misogynistic, maybe. You know? Nobody cared about the U.S. ice, ice uh, hockey team until they won against yeah. Russia. They didn't. Nobody watched. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until they started winning that people went, and these oh, wait. Sports, like, you know, nobody really watches Greco-Roman wrestling. No. You know? Or uh, judo, you know, at the Olympics. They're, we're watching swimming, track and field. Volleyball. Um, do you watch any of the uh, triathlons or yeah, something like that? that? Maybe yeah, archery maybe. 
But like, yeah. all the, not even really. I would, but I love the Olympics. I I, I love watching archery. But and you know, most of the world, you know, that's not what they're there for. They're there for the big, the big ones. Yeah, the big ones. And so you know, get over yourself. The hundred meter dash, the two hundred meter sprint, mm-hmm. the relays, exactly. the hurdles. Exactly the uh, the discus and the javelin throw yeah. and the 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 the, me- the relays and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, now or the gymnastics. But I want to go back to the f- idea that we've been defunding the police across the country, right? Yes. Or at least it, that um, certain cities have been cer- people and groups in certain cities have been pushing that. Lawmakers, federal lawmakers, have even um, joined on the side of that. But trying to push this idea of defunding mm-hmm. the police and bringing down that police so that mm-hmm. they'd be less racist. Yes. But then I have this article from CBS News on May 20th, and it says House approved $1.9 billion in emergency spending to bolster capital security. That's a lot of money. Yeah. The House on Thursday narrowly approved legislation providing $1.9 billion to bolster security of the U.S. Capitol in the aftermath of the January 6th insurrection. But nothing has happened since then. The bill passed largely along party lines, with all Republicans present and three Democrats voting against it. The legislation incorporates recommendations from an outside panel to strengthen security around the Capitol complex, such as providing funding for fencing, which they took down, and making improvements to secure windows and doors, which they opened. It would also essentially create a new standing force of the D.C. National Guard to quickly respond to any threats to the Capitol after it took hours for the National Guard to, debu- to be deployed on January 6th. National Guard troops have been stationed around the Capitol since January. Now, I think they've been taken away and the fencing is gone now. Well, that's at least a little in dishonest part. in, in parts of that because the r- they never included why it took hours for the National Guard to get deployed. What was that? They weren't asked for. Mm. Oh, wait. Yes, they were. Eh, they were denied entry. Four hours. Because they didn't think that it was necessary. Mm. And it wasn't Trump saying this. It wasn't any of his lackeys. It was the head of security. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and then they say that um, part of it, like a section of it, is going to. Uh, oh, it would also rename a Capitol Police Wellness Program for U.S. Capitol Police Officer Howard Liebengood, who died by suicide after the attack, and make changes to improve trauma support. Okay. Are they? B- I mean, they're not blaming his suicide on the attack. And the way they're wording it, they're actually attributing his but suicide to like this the money came so-called the attack. Mo- yeah, the money came because of January 6th and how horrific it was. And and then they're and then they're renaming this this wellness program for for the dude and it's sad that he killed himself. Yeah. And and a wellness program seems to be so maybe I'm not against the wellness program. Yeah, and the wellness program may be tied to suicide prevention. So, you know, I don't want to read too much into this. But why is that here? Why is that in this article? Because they're trying to contribute a death 
to this I feel thing. I feel like it feels a little bit like that. But it also could just be they're mentioning a good thing. Hard to say. Because they, they tried really, I don't want to really, stretch it too far. You they know? really, really tried hard to get that guy who died from oh, a yeah. heart attack. Yeah, definitely. As he well, was murdered by... Listen to this. Uh, okay. Protesters. Listen to this. This is a press release from the United States Capitol Police on USCP.gov, July 6, 2021. Okay. Okay. July 6. So what? Uh, 15 days ago. Yeah. It has been six months since rioters attacked the United States Capitol and our brave police officers and law enforcement partners who fought valiantly to protect elected leaders in the democratic process. We will never forget USCP officers Brian Sicknick and Howie Liebengood who died after the attack. Nor the sacrifices of the nearly 150 law enforcement officers who were injured. What are they talking about? When were 150 officers injured? Because I don't remember I've never that heard, ever happening. I've never heard, and that may be just a failure on my part to, to, to find it, but I've never heard about 150 law enforcement officers injured that day. I would really like to know if there was that many that were actually injured, because if so... But Brian Sicknick and Howie Liebengood have nothing to do with the attack. No, they don't. Brian Sicknick had a heart attack or a stroke, Something like that. I think it was a heart attack. A few days after it, and his family has exp- repeatedly expressed that it had nothing to do. He was not hit. The, the, the reporters claimed that he was hit with a fire extinguisher in the face. In the head. Yeah. The face and is on the head. Okay. Yeah, but it All right. supposedly was hit in the back of the head. Okay. Fire so his back face. All right. <laughs> Get off me, bro. No, um, hit in the head with a with a <laughs> with a fire extinguisher, but it had nothing to do with that. He had a heart attack. Yeah. Howie Liebengood killed himself. We just found that out from the previous article, and this is like a month. This is two months after that article was released, the CBS News article that was in May, I yeah. believe. I said. So this is July sixth, and they're still claiming that these two people died as a result. I mean. They're not literally saying as a result. They are saying who died after the attack, but why are they even mentioning it? Because they're trying they, to they, their deaths had that nothing these, exactly these deaths are attributed to the protesters. And but then they can sit back and claim, no, we said that they died after the attack. So what they're trying to do is like it's, the it's, uh, it's an association trick. It's an association trick. Unlike the BLM protests where a off-duty police officer was trying to protect a friend of his shop, and a guy walked up and shot him in the face. Oh, you're talking about David Dorn? Yeah. Yeah. See, that right there, if something like that were to happen... He wasn't even off-duty. He was a retired police chief, I think. Was he or retired? He was, I think he was He was definitely retired. He w- okay. I don't know if he was the chief. Nah, I can't remember if he was a chief or just an, a decorated officer, maybe like a sergeant or something like that. Okay. But he, he, was, he, was, he was, you know... He was an older gentleman. He was a former cop, and uh, and he was there protecting property. Oh, he was also black, by yeah. the way. And uh, gets shot in the face, you know. Oh yeah, and Disgusting. killed, mm-hmm. shot and killed, just like that, because the guy wanted to steal a TV. 
and here. Tickling the heck out of me. There we go. So, mm-hmm. now well, that I can associate with a protest. Yeah. That death directly came from that. It's a direct correlation. Now, a guy having a heart attack several days after the protest, I have a problem with that. Mm-hmm. A uh, guy who commits suicide after the protest just happens to be near that. How do we know what he was suffering from? We don't. We don't yeah. know what kind of mindset he was. He might have been fine. Well, he was obviously in a suicidal mindset, but we don't know why. Yeah. What if his wife just left him? Mm-hmm. What if he was declaring bankruptcy because we don't know? We, 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 uh, they won't tell you any of that either if they no. do know because it's about they want to associate deaths with they want this to be an interaction deep state deep state pelosi, seriously pelosi is fighting for a fair and balanced fact-based investigation thanks deep state how dare ah! yeah. yeah 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 she's right how dare us oh. but let me finish this this uh, press release since that day our team has been working with federal law enforcement agents to track down the suspects and bring them to justice so far, more than 500 defendants face charges and have been held without actually formally receiving those charges. Uh, throughout the last six months, the United States Capitol Police have been working around the clock with our congressional stakeholders to support our officers, enhance security around the Capitol complex, and pivot towards an intelligence-based protective agency. Pivot towards an intelligence-based protective agency. So they're pivoting away from a police force that is essentially guarding a structure into an intelligence agency. That sounds very sorry, close sorry, to... Sorry, an intelligence... I missed two words in the middle. Based protective agency. But I think we could just kind of throw those two words out and call it an intelligence agency. Yeah, so FBI. USC or um, CIA, NSA, Homeland DHS. Security. Like, we don't have enough of that. Um, the US Name C- your acronym. Yeah. It's probably <laughs> some uh, sort of... EPA. <laughs> uh, EPA. <laughs> Department of Education. Who knows? Oh, Don't get me started on them. Yeah. USCP we'll continues later. to implement recommendations from a series of post-January 6th reviews, including examining the U.S. Capitol Attacker Report by the U.S. Senate Committee on Homeland Security and Government Affairs and the U.S. Senate Committee on Rules, Capitol Security Review, blah, blah, blah. That's not important. They're, they're expanding wellness services. This is, I think this is them referring to what they're doing with the money. Enhanced okay. member protection, increased training, um, critical incident response planning, seasoned law enforcement and operational planning experts, equipment and technology, communication recruitment. They, they, they got $2 billion to That's protect one building. That's a well, lot a of complex. money. It's not a building. I guess it's more than one building, but... It, the, the one complex, you know? Two billion dollars. Um, now Two billion dollars, that's, that's quite a bit of money. Now, I want to take you to... Cause what, what's the, how much does it cost to equip the U.S. military? A lot. Tri- I think we spent a trillion dollars or something like that? No, no it's not quite a trillion. It's like 800 billion. Okay. Yeah. Two billion. Two billion for security guards. For security guards. But not no longer they're they're a police force. Now listen to this. This is from Yahoo News, July eighth, two days after that press release. Okay. 
Capitol Police expansion to California and Florida prompt fears of government overreach. This is from Yahoo News. The U.S. Capitol Police forces plan to open field offices in California and Florida in the wake of the January 6th riots as critics warning of government overreach nightmare scenario. Blah, blah, blah. So they put that in quotation marks. Now it's, you know, now we're entering into conspiracy theory territory. Acting Capitol Police Chief Yogananda Pittman, Chief, oh, that's a hard word, hard name to pronounce. Um, I'm surprised he got it right. Yeah, it hit me by surprise. I hadn't read this article prior, um, <laughs> not you know, not in depth. Announced Tuesday that the department would open field offices in San Francisco and Tampa. The offices, Pittman said, will investigate threats to members of Congress. And more regional offices will be announced in the future. More regional offices. So they're opening more. They've opened two in California and Florida. I wonder why Florida. Why Florida? Hmm. Why California? What, wouldn't that make more sense to do that in Washington, D.C.? Yeah, maybe like Virginia or Maryland or Philadelphia. Philadelphia. I don't know. Even but, that but would uh, make more sense than Florida, Florida and California. California makes sense because California will let the federal government do anything as long as they give them money. Good point. Uh, California is a California is a whore like that, you know. How dare you? Yeah. She knows. Um, right. Florida probably because uh, Florida seems to be. <laughs> a bastion for freedom. <laughs> you don't like Florida, man. <laughs> and um, you know, Governor DeSantis is doing anti-federal things quite a bit in Florida. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah. So you know, just staking their claim. Just you know, makes sense. Anyway, um, the Capitol Police spokesman said the locations were picked because the two coastal states are where most threats originate. Okay, I mean, that's what they say. That might be true. Um, I don't think that he released any data. But it might be true. You know, Florida man is well known for not thinking straight. Yeah, he robs mm. gas stations with alligators. Yeah. Ooh. And the offices plan to work closely with area federal prosecutors. In May, the department said there had been a 107% increase in threats against members compared to 2020. I can't imagine why. But plans to expand the department to a national level prompted fears of overreach. Any Capitol Police officer who stepped foot in another state to set up a field office should be escorted immediately to the airport under the threat of arrest, and the National Guard should be the ones escorting, tweeted conservative radio host Jesse Kelly. Um, okay, I'm... I'm with that. Yeah. Capitol Police are opening off up offices in the states and will become an intelligence gathering agency like the FBI and NSA, which they admitted to themselves. This is a nightmare scenario, one that civil libertarians of all stripes should oppose, said libertarian columnist Robbie Sawabe. For House Repu yeah. Republicans, the increase in security was ironic, given the Democratic back defund the police movement. You're this right. This is my point. But is it ironic? So I, we don't need to go further. They're opening up field offices around the country. Yes, regional and local. The Capitol Police. Which why? The why Capitol Police, Police that pro that protects Congress in the congressional in complex, the yeah. Capitol complex. But they protect them in Washington D.C. They have local police 
to do that when they're mm -hmm. visiting they their local. The Federal precinct. Bureau of Investigation that investigates threats to Congress. Correct. The and same Capitol Police Service. Got, yeah, and all that. Yes, you got the Capitol. This is the Capitol Police. So the Capitol Police gets one point nine billion dollars after January sixth, the January sixth riot, insurrection, the you know uh, the storming of the Capitol, all of which. For the most part, except for that one scene, which we with with a known instigator, and a woman getting shot, one person, and a woman gets shot, and everybody just stands there. Yeah, they literally just Where's, no, stood around. Where's no panic, running away, no anger, going for the guy who shot, just. What do we, we do? Need to, we need what? somebody call a paramedic. Yeah, very strange situation. It was really but weird. She was climbing through a door. A barricaded and, and, door. Yeah. So weird. So weird. But the rest of the videos are them being like escorted around by... It's like a walking tour. You know? <laughs> Except for the guys in Nancy Pelosi's office taking a laptop in her podium, you know? Or, um... Which I... That makes a lot of sense. Yeah, well, if you're going to yeah. take anything, yeah. take a podium. And, <laughs> and her laptop, which might have, you know... Um, proof of her traitorous ways but you know that's just uh, you know we have no evidence of that so. uh, well whoever that, you know, took everything it that she needs promotes and talks about is anti-american and it's uh, ideology but neither here nor there i'm not making an accusation i just you know it just looks like a duck and it walks like a duck and it quacks like a duck and it smells it must like be a, a duck frog. and might yeah it's probably a frog <laughs> anyway um <coughs> um but, so they get up $1.9 billion for this, you know, farce of a insurrection. Yeah. But they, what they start opening up field offices. Dollars? Well, they're they going to open up field offices and become an intelligence gathering uh, um, uh, agency. Agency, yes, thank you. Um, while being a police force, okay? Meanwhile, okay. previously, to set the stage... Police forces have been have been defunded or being called to be defunded or just been in situations and uh, by um, the local municipalities and authorities there, such that they leave their jobs altogether because they you know it's like we have no support and we're supposed to go out here and risk our lives and you know for the people, people don't that even hate us yeah for for people that hate us. Nah, I got kids and a wife, and I'm gonna go and take them. We're moving, and I'm getting out of this madness, you know. So you've got all of that happening. This is why we're still talking about January sixth, because they want to uh, they want to create a void, mm -hmm. and then f uh, create a void locally, and then fill that void federally. Ugh. Oh, just what we need more federal yeah Th this is the precursor to a federal police force it's happening right now they're opening regional offices they're getting funded in the order of billions capital complex security guards funded in the order of billions and opening regional offices. What do we have the FBI for? 
Sir, oh, so that we can uh, facilitate, uh, facilitate the cap- Capitol Police. Meanwhile, um, I was watching Tim, or uh, I noticed Tim, I didn't actually see this episode, but I, I noticed the headline of, of, I think, yesterday's episode of Tim Pool's, the, the Tim cast. They, they were talking about how it, it's starting to possibly come to light that the FBI was involved in inciting the January 6th event altogether. Seriously? Yeah, let me see if I can find something. Because if so, that would be absolutely horrendous. So, I got a story that broke today about, um, or what I think it was yesterday. Um, the Department of Education sent out a pamphlet to approximately 1,300 school districts. Uh, regarding uh, helping with uh, curriculums and things like this, help uh, teachers, help uh, give them more resources. One of the resources was a website that they could go to to help plan curriculums, to help teaching and whatnot. Come to find out, it was pushing heavily a CRT curriculum with a focus on making sure that white kids feel the discrimination that black kids feel every day. Well, black kids don't feel discrimination every day. Yeah, uh, apparently they do. No, they don't. And white kids need to feel the same oppression and discrimination that these other kids do. Black kids are told so they that can they feel... Learn. The black kids are told that they are discriminated against, but they actually haven't experienced so they, they can learn what real. it feels like, and so they can grow and be better allies. Madness. Just Absolute stupid. madness. Okay, so this is uh, Fox News. Sorry, oh, I didn't fu- mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Fox News. Tucker Carlson. Government agents may have helped organize the January 6th Capitol riot. This weekend, police in Columbus, Georgia, arrested a 39-year-old man called Justin Tyron Roberts. Over the course of a single day, Roberts shot five separate people in two different states. We know this because Roberts has admitted it. He also said why he did it. In his confession, police say Roberts explained that throughout his life, specifically white males had taken from him. So he decided to kill them. In one case, Roberts walked up behind a white man, total stranger, um, I heard about yeah, this guy. Yeah. He so walked up behind... I'm trying to see if this is, like, tagged to the wrong article headline. Um, yeah, he walked up to um, a guy in the street and just shot him in the back of the head. Okay. Because why? He was white. If okay. that's not a okay, hate so crime, gonna, I don't know what is. I'm going to read this whole article, or most of it, and get to it, because it is it does get there. And so I want to make sure that we follow the, the logic train. Okay. Because it's starting in a place I didn't expect it to. But, um, and then we'll do our final thoughts. Okay. Okay. So, uh, explain that throughout his life, specifically white males had taken from him, so he decided to kill them. In one case, Roberts walked up behind a white man, a total stranger, as he was getting out of a car and shot him in the back. By any definition, these were crimes of viciousness motivated by race hate. They're not unique in this country, not by a long shot. If we wanted to, and we don't, we could do a whole show on crimes like these. Nor are they especially surprising when you think about it. If you really believe the propaganda from the Democratic Party and BLM are telling you, 
The white males are intentionally destroying the world. You might be motivated to hurt someone. Why wouldn't you? What's striking is how little attention Justin Tyron Roberts' shooting spree has received. Imagine if the colors here were reversed. Roberts would be leading every newscast tonight. Needless to say, he's not. In fact, this may be the last time you hear his name on television. On one level, that's fine with us. Picking at the wound, America's wound, is unwise. We've always thought that. We think it more than now than ever. A multiracial country can only survive if it self-consciously de-emphasizes race. Mm-hmm. If it treats every person as an individual and not a member of some larger group that's guilty or innocent, that should be the goal. It's our history and we should get back to it as soon as we can. But that's not what our leaders are doing. They're doing just the opposite. They're working hard to divide us into warring camps with lies. They're telling us a story that is completely and very much intentionally disconnected from reality. They're claiming that something called white supremacy, a term they never define, is the greatest threat we face. A greater threat than Al-Qaeda or ISIS. Our thoroughly craven Attorney General told us that very lie today, Merrick Garland. In the FBI's view, the the top domestic violent extremist threat comes from racially or ethnically motivated violent extremists, specifically those who advocated for the superiority of the white race. That was the Attorney General of the United States stating a fact backed up by the FBI, so it's fair to ask the obvious question. Who are these violent white supremacists exactly? What are their names? What crimes have they committed? We still don't know. Merrick Garland didn't tell us. He spent most of his speech talking about the riot at the Capitol on January 6th, an event that had nothing whatsoever to do with race. But Merrick Garland lied about that. He, like the rest of the liars you see on television, wants you to believe and wants history to record that January 6th was an attempted insurrection by white supremacist revolutionaries bent on taking over this country. Quote, we came, this cl- uh, we came this close, Garland said, and that's why, quote, we must adopt a broader societal response to tackle the, deep, the problem's deeper roots, end quote. Okay, because of January 6th, says the chief law enforcement officer in the United States of America and many other members of Joe Biden's cabinet, we must now use law enforcement and military force to arrest, imprison, and otherwise crush anyone who leads opposition to Joe Biden's government. That's their position. They say it out loud. So what is this exactly? Well, it's a big change in the way the U.S. government treats its own citizens. We're looking at the transformation of a democratic republic into something else. We're looking at growing authoritarianism. That's not an overstatement. Vladimir Putin knows authoritarian systems well. He sees very clearly what's happening in this country. Keir Simmons, NBC. Did you order Alexei Navalny's assassination? Putin. Of course not. We don't have this kind of habit of assassinating anyone. That's number one. Number two, I want to ask you. Did you order the assassination of the woman who walked into the Congress and who was shot and killed by a policeman? Do you know that 450 individuals were arrested after entering the Congress and they didn't go there to steal a laptop? They came with political demands? Yep. Under normal circumstances, we wouldn't quote a foreign adversary criticizing our government. True. I agree with that. But honestly, those are entirely fair questions. Who did shoot Ashley Babbitt? Why don't we know? Are anonymous federal agents now allowed to kill unarmed women who protest the regime? That's okay now? No, it's not okay. We'll never be okay. And why are all those January 6th protesters still in prison on trespassing charges, while so many Biden voters who torched federal buildings are walking free? Seriously? Chaz, anyone? Yeah. Over and over again, they were like, no. What's the answer to that question? If that happened in Russia, we rightly call it scary. We'd call Putin a dictator. In fact, we do call him a dictator, because it does happen in Russia. Yeah. All the time. You, he's probably lying about uh, Alexei Navalny's assassination. No. Yeah. But he's using our own... He's using our own... Dysfunction. Mag- giant problems. Yeah, our own dysfunction against us. 
Speaking of January 6th, why are there still so many things, basic factual matters, we don't know about that day? Why is the Biden administration preventing us from knowing? Why is the administration hiding more than 10,000 hours of surveillance tape from the U.S. Capitol? What could possibly be the reason for that? Even as they call for more openness, we need to get the, to the bottom of it. They could, rele they could release those tapes today, but they're not. Why? We ought to be asking those questions urgently, because as the Attorney General reminded us, a lot depends on the answer. At least one news organization is. Revolver.News is a news site and turned out to be one of the last honest outlets on the Internet. A new piece on the site suggests an answer to some of those questions. We know the government is hiding the identity of many law enforcement officers who were present at the Capitol on January 6th, not just the one who killed Ashley Babbitt. According to the government's own court filings, those law enforcement officers participated in the riot, sometimes in violent ways. We know that because without fail, the government has thrown the book at most of the people who were in the Capitol on January 6th. There was a nationwide dragnet to find them. Many of them are still in solitary confinement today, tonight. But strangely, some people who participated in the riot haven't been charged. Look at the documents. The government calls these people unindicted co-conspirators. What does that mean? It means that in potentially every case, they're FBI operatives. For example, one of those unindicted co-conspirators is someone the government identifies only as Person 2. According to those documents, Person 2 stayed in the same hotel room as an insurrectionist named Thomas Caldwell, who's alleged to be a member of the group called the Oath Keepers. Person 2 also stormed the barricades at the Capitol on January 6th alongside Thomas Caldwell. The government's indictments further indicate that Caldwell, who by the way is a 65-year-old man, was led to believe there would be a quick reaction force also participating in January 6th. That quick reaction force, Caldwell was told, would be led by someone called Person 3, who had a hotel room and an accomplice. But wait, here's the interesting th thing. Person 2 and Person 3 were organizers of the riot. The government knows who they are, but the government has not charged them. Why is that? You know why. They were almost certainly working for the FBI. So FBI operatives were organizing the attack on the Capitol on January 6th, according to government documents, and those two are not alone. Mic drop. Yep. <laughs> this is all... Like, I think... I think, and I don't think it's too far of a stretch. I think this is all to nationalize our police force. To have a federal police force in every state taking over. Got pixel, pixelated twenty-four. The reason they are still talking about January sixth is because they want to associate the word coup with Republicans. When the yeah. coup was successful, they literally cheated him out of office. But the, the but that wasn't the place. If you go watch Bernie talk about what he was predicting, it's like the mo the smart kid who's in on a plan and has to say it aloud so he sounds smart in his head. <laughs> he said something along the lines of Trump would announce he won at ten p.m. We'd wake up and he would lose and start saying that he won. I think they wanted him to stay in the White House so they could drag him out of office and arrest him and split the country down the middle. Because Trump's side would have sided with him. Their only goal is to tear the parties and people apart from each other. I agree with that. I agree with most of that. I don't think they... I don't think they wanted him to win, or else he would have won if they stole the election, you know? Well, but I don't think it was an election. I think it was a selection, Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. So, they... If they... If... And I don't think it's a big if. If they mess with the election and and that and we got the outcome we did, mm -hmm. 
they didn't want him. Oh, they didn't want him. They wanted him to stay in the White House. Oh, okay. They they want you. Okay, they wanted him to resist the the um the result. The results. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense too. Yeah, for sure. But I think that this is all also about a federal police force. Mm-hmm. They're they're creating. This is like um, the Watchmen. Oh dear Lord, you know. Do we, he, he cre- um, what's his face? Uh, Orpheus, right? For the Watchmen. The Watchmen? Yeah. Are you he talking about the comic book or are you talking about the movie? The comic book. Okay, I haven't read the comic book. Okay, well, believe it or not, I haven't read that one. <laughs> is, is his name Orpheus? It's not Orpheus. It's um, Ozymandias. That's his. That's okay. the character's name. Ozymandias. In, in both the movie and in the in the in the uh, comic book, creates this worldwide thing mm-hmm. that then is supposed to unite everybody. But by Rorschach, killing a million people. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, in 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 the comic book, it's a giant mutated monster that dies as soon as it appears. But because um, but it basically unites. Earth against an alien threat that doesn't exist. He manufactured it. Well, and no, this it doesn't. It's not about the alien threat. Uh, in the movies, it was against. Um, yeah, yeah, in the movies, they changed it. Yeah, Doctor. Uh, Doctor Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah, they they made it so that it he it looks like he wiped out a million people just like that. Yeah. And um, it wasn't him. Exactly. This is the. They're doing exactly the same thing. Yeah. They create this insurrection. This evil. You know. They, um, they 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 move they they start this movement to defund the police. They select the new president, getting people pissed off because it's so blatantly obvious. And then um, and then they uh, and then they can pass things like billions of dollars to the police force. They can open up regional offices because everybody's like, oh well, yeah, but there was that insurrection, so maybe they should be. No, they shouldn't. You know, investigating threats to the Senate. Well, no, that's the FBI's job. That's the FBI's job. That's Secret Service job. And I think there's very strong arguments that there should be no FBI. Maybe there's there's also Homeland Security. Homeland Security. Uh, Three agencies that are supposed to be tasked with already doing this, and now they're expanding another one because they don't want to use these three because they're not really. supposed to do what these three are supposed to do mm-hmm. exactly they want this new one to do more of what they'd like to do which is be a federal police force um we don't have links set up on the chat pixelated but uh we do have a discord mm-hmm. that you can uh join um if you start up the discord you can post the link in the chat we can post the link we have it set there but different it's just so while i'm getting this ready do you have any final thoughts final thoughts um my my final thought is just be aware of what's going on around you uh and go to invite people Just hit copy and then you can paste it in there. You have to go off of multi-stream to paste. Yep. Anyway, okay, so um, 
be aware of what's going on around you. Also, um, okay, not doing it. Uh, control V. Well, keep he'll on. work on it. I'll, I'll, I'll keep talking. Yeah, you keep um, talking. I got this. Yes, final thoughts. Yes, we're ending the stream. Um, so be aware of what's going on around you. But also, um, I believe that this world is more than physical. And uh, there is a... There's a lot of things out there beyond... Just uh, you know, the the workaday worries of um, you know politics, and you know those are real things. Yeah. But um, yeah, there's more than just politics going on. There's a spiritual battle too, you know. An ideological battle. An ideological battle, a spiritual battle. Um, I was talking with him earlier. Uh, Ray got me hooked on this uh, Blurry Creatures podcast. Um, if you like listening to about things that go bump in the night and other such stuff, um, definitely, uh, definitely look into that podcast. It's really good. And, um, um, I, I just, uh, it's, I don't have much to say about it, but that's, you've said quite a bit tonight, yeah. but that's, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's where I'm going. Check it out. I also added a conspiracy, uh, um, channel on the discord so you can jump on there and talk about it. If you can do it, don't do that. Click out of there and hit that invite people and see what that does. Try copying that. And then go down to the... I'm not doing anything. There we go. There it is. Alright. There's the Discord channel. Yay! Enjoy, <laughs> welcome. And uh, do you have a final thought, uh, Dusty? I do, actually. Um, this idea that in order for us to understand and empathize with people of color that white people need to go through the same type of pain and uh, the same type of um, treatment is just laughable. Uh, it is one. It's horrible. Um, yeah, it's wrong. Just because somebody goes through thre goes through something traumatic doesn't mean you have to go through the exact same thing in order to understand that it's bad. Mm -hmm. uh, to empathize now, to sympathize, sure, because that means that you have experienced. Correct. There's a difference between experience and understanding. But we're all intelligent enough, for the most part, to understand what somebody's been through and so how rough that could be. There are cases where 
kids are being bullied because of the color of their skin, because they're white, and teachers are do not doing anything about this, why not? Why isn't, why aren't teachers treating this the exact same? Doesn't matter the skin color. Because it just goes into racism is racism. It doesn't matter what color of skin yeah. you We're have. Without, they're trying to change the definition. Racism is prejudice plus power. And, and if you're not white, you don't have power, so you're not, you can't be racist. It's such and garbage. And it's I garbage. Hear, I hear this white privilege all the time. Here's the thing. If you're talking about white privilege, you're obviously already thinking that white people are better than anybody else. Yes, you're, you're, you, sir, are a white supremacist. Yes. I do not think I have white privilege. I do not think I have any other privilege other than I am alive. I'm in America. Well, you, I am privileged in that regard. What, yeah, what you think is that you, as an individual, have your own sets of privileges and disadvantages. Correct. And I have everybody a hard time reading. I've got dyslexia. Guess what? That's my disadvantage. Mm -hmm. You know what? I don't hold it against anybody else because I have trouble reading. Yes. Everybody, ev the conservative, the libertarian, the free-minded person, the Rube Empire citizen, understands Love that you, every single person, every single individual has their own individual sets of advantages and disadvantages. Mm -hmm. Some are worse than others. Yeah. Some start you back farther. Yep. Some of them are inherent to who you are. Some of them are caused by external factors. Choices that you never made. Yep. Choices that your parents might have made. Who knows? All kind, there's all kinds of stuff wrong with the world. Demonizing a race it does not solve any of those problems. No. It only creates more problems, and it makes... Um, Damn right, JBN. Citizens unite. <laughs> Free citizens yes. unite. Yes. For freedom. For freedom. Not for collectivism. Not for collectivism. Not for uh, coming together just because. No. Freedom comes at a cost. Yes. That cost has to be fought every single day. Every single day. If you don't put in your buck 05. Who will? Exactly. So put your buck five in. Push back against this collective communist mm -hmm. theory of socialism. Because yep. it is communism. <laughs> Pixelated24, thank you for the follow. All right. Welcome to the Rube Empire. And um, with that being said... Uh, you've been watching Plausible Foolishness, home of the Rube Empire, where the people are free, taxes are voluntary. Unless you're and, me. Uh, I don't think you paid your taxes today, so... Uh, I have not. I got busy. Uh, Sorry. Go get the whip. And uh, um, taxes are voluntary for everybody but him. Yeah. And... <laughs> I paid the taxes. <laughs> and we serve freshly roasted liberal logic every Wednesday night at 9 p.m. right here on twitch.tv slash plausible foolishness, YouTube, Facebook Live, anywhere you can get a podcast, Rumble, and uh, Instagram and Minds. Oh. Follow us. Tell your friends. Spread the news. 
bring them, bring, invite them, have them become citizens. Please. Support us. It all helps us grow the channel. It helps us grow the audience. Become we enjoy doing this, and we're trying to make it happen. We've been doing it for a while. So, Hey, we're on episode 170. Yeah, exactly. We've done 170, 170. episodes. That's 170. Let's grow this thing, man. So next Citizens week. unite, JBN. <laughs> Get out there. Tell your friends. Make so them watch. So next week, we have a little bit of a change, just to give you guys a heads up. Ray is coming back. Yes. Yay, Ray. Uh, I will not be here. The Ebony oh. Rampart. But Ray will be here. It's going to be a great show. I can't wait to watch and pay my taxes. Barbara Peterson with a like. Welcome <laughs> to the Rude Empire. Relation. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. Have a great night. Peace out. Taking y'all on a shift, baby. Tell me why it's hard for the patriot. 